Um, so have you watched uh, the first episode of Strange New Worlds yet? Speaking, no, of, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize it was like coming out right away as soon as Picard finished until I started seeing. I think I saw like ads on YouTube for it. They were like now streaming, and I was like, huh. I guess I should start checking that one out. Have you seen it yet? Or no, I haven't watched it. I, I was a little behind on on Picard, so I had to kind of binge the last like four episodes in a couple of days before we. Yeah, this. I did the same. So I didn't have time last night. Uh-huh. I didn't have time, but I, I've it's getting good reviews. You know, okay. I, I you you I think at, at this point I've just cautioned me like to stop letting Star Trek shows, you know, get my hopes up. But um, <laughs> which I think maybe well as we'll discover was like maybe good advice about this. This is a weird season that we're about to talk about, but um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess the early reviews of this are saying that it, it might be going back to like an episodic format of, okay. of stranger worlds and like if that's so like that that makes me pretty excited um i mean that would be i feel like the show to do it with but mm-hmm. yeah for sure um and uh yeah so i'm i'm that makes me curious to see um so yeah. i don't know i just like the aesthetic of it too from what i've seen of it so yeah i don't know I, yeah for sure i love the like the costume design and the mm-hmm. like the the things that I've seen uh, when they in like discovery or short tracks, when they have shown like classic enterprise where like it, it still has the look that you're used to from the original series, but also looks like it's like higher quality. Like it's like been made today and not out of plastic in the 1970s and, uh, and felt. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, hope springs eternal and we'll have to, I guess we'll probably be recording that special in July. So, yeah. Uh, they're yeah. cranking them out nowadays. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to <laughs> Out of Contracts, the show where two guys who have seen part of Star Trek try to watch all of it in no particular order, except for when there is a particular order. Uh, uh, I'm Ryan Howard. And I'm Brady Jungle. And um, the reason I used our different theme this week... Uh, it, which is a theme that is is because we're talking we're doing a special and it's also a special that uses that theme that I just played uh, a lot in this season of it. Yeah, um, we're talking about the second season of Star Trek Picard, which just ended this this week, the week the week like a few days before you're hearing this. Uh, if you listen to it on release day, um, this is the uh, so far the the third latest occurring uh season of star trek well kind of i mean like actually a, a lot of it happens in the past but yeah, like I was say most of the it part isn't. the part of it that happens in like quote unquote present day is the third latest occurring season of of star trek um that really? is currently in existence yes is it before prodigy no it's before discovery season three and four uh, oh, it's, it's the, the third. Okay, got it. That makes sense. Yeah, yep. yeah. Sure. It is like, the latest. The, it is the latest sure. one that would be like in, I guess what you would call the imperial era still of, like, of yeah. Star Trek. Yeah, which is Where like the Federation T- is still a thing. Yeah, like the T- the TNG. It's yeah. It's like the it's like the latest ep- latest season in like the kind of the TNG. I don't want to call it the TNG continuity because it's. It's all the same continuity, but like the TN, the TNG era. Um, sure. Although uh, I I am looking on that. There's a timeline on Memory Alpha, and 
so um, Picard season one takes place in 2399 and season two takes place in 2401. So this is this is um, the only season of Star Trek that currently exists that exists in the 25th century currently. So, hmm. um, right. yeah, so uh, this, yeah, this takes, I think because I, I looked this up because I was, we were, I know we've been talking about like, you know, what, when any of this stuff actually happens. It was kind of interesting to see. So like, uh, TNG uh, lasts from uh, twenty three sixty four through twenty three seventy. Um, DS nine lasts from twenty three sixty nine, nice to uh, to twenty three seventy five, and Voyager lasts from twenty three seventy one. So Voyager, Voyager, the first season of Voyager takes place the la- like like immediately after the last season After of TNG. TNG's over. Okay. Yeah, so it's 2371 through 2378. The Nemesis yeah. is is 2379, so that takes place the year after uh Voyager, which makes sense because you see Janeway. Yeah, cuz like Janeway's and still looks this. Although isn't yeah. it like am I picturing something different? Isn't it like doesn't Janeway have like gray hair or something in that? No, she has a different or, she has she has the, the She just looks the, like Jane. she has the uni- she has the uniform. She has the new the gray okay. uniform. I must be thinking of the Janeway in like the one of the times they go to the future. Okay. Yeah. Or Prodigy maybe. Uh, I, I still need to I still need to finish the first half of that season. Yeah, I still need um, to start that. Yeah. Yeah, so then yeah, so the Nemesis takes place in twenty three seventy nine. Which is the year after, and then uh, Lower Decks seasons one and two take place in twenty three eighty and twenty three eighty one. So they're also they're immediately okay. after Nemesis. Okay. And then Pro- and then Prodigy takes place only two years after that, which I was pretty surprised by. I thought that was a little later. So it looks like Janeway is. Oh, you haven't you haven't seen that show yet, have you? But like, no, uh, I haven't. Janeway, it looks like is getting up to some getting up to trouble. Like only five years after getting back at her and Chicote. Sure. Um, I mean, I don't then, know that that's. So, I mean, I, I feel like after watching Voyager, like I recognize like the accomplishment of getting the ship back, but I don't know that I would consider Janeway to be like admiral material. No, yeah, <laughs> like I, I love I love her as a character, but not. I, I feel like she, she gets is, up to she gets up to trouble and like is not. She makes questionable best. decisions sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but then there's a gap. There's a gap though. After Prod- after Prodigy, there is a a 16 year gap between Prodigy and uh, Picard mm-hmm. season one. So, um, but I, I pair, but it looks like probably without that'll because somewhere in there is where like the is Prodigy before the whole like Romulan wormhole or black hole. Yes. Thing? So yes, yeah, so they Prodigy. actually so that they actually that, that's in the timeline too. Uh, Star Trek, like the the part of Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams two thousand nine Star Trek, the part of that where where the planet blows up, uh, where um, Romulus blows up is twenty three eighty seven. Um, okay. So that yeah, so that takes place. So that takes place twelve years before Picard season one, and it takes place four years after Prodigy season one. So that's in, that's really interesting because it's like. You know we're gonna have more lower decks and we're gonna have more prodigy. Um, uh, so there's gonna be some more filling in of that of that zone. You know. But, yeah. Kind of what? How did we get here? But it's all got to be like cartoon cartoons though, because like all the other That's characters true. are all the other characters are uh, are are too old now. Um, anyway, 
I just thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. Also, also, yeah. Uh, um, apparently, um, the final episode of Enterprise, uh, where Riker is the captain of a of a ship, sure. that takes that takes place the same year as the last year of TNG. So, it's it's a pretty interesting timeline. I I think I'll, maybe I'll try to if I remember I'll try to put a link to it in the um, in the 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 episode description because there's some yeah. interesting. Well, that actually, that happens actually. There during it like in the middle of an episode of tng doesn't it does it i think it, I, don't know, I haven't watched it so i don't, I don't know that i think certain. from what i've read about it i think it does like there's or like it's it's amidst the events of something that's in tng um and apparently he just like because like there are a few scenes where like it's him on like his ship with troy and like something's going on that is like happens in tng and apparently they just explained, like, and then, like, he was trying to figure out what to do. So he went and, like, hung out in the holodeck with his friends from Enterprise for a while. Hmm. Interesting. I'm excited yeah, to see that one. That's, it's, I know, that's such a, like, that's, bonkers concept to me still. Yeah. You know, I, we're, we're, after this episode's over, we're, we're going to record another Enterprise episode. And I watched that episode that we, but right before we did this, and I was, just thinking to myself, like that's like my white whale, like for for Enterprise episodes. I really want to watch this episode and see, like, see <laughs> if, if as a non Enterprise fan, if I think it's a bad episode, or if that's just like the opinion of Enterprise fans who think that they were done dirty. You know, probably justifiably so, but like right. I don't know. I just want to watch it. But anyway, so we did not come here to talk about that. Though we came here to talk about. <laughs> I I really don't Ten know. Minutes later. I really don't know how you're gonna how you felt about the season, and I honestly don't even really know how I felt about the season. A very strange yeah, season. I, I have the same feeling. It's, it's one of those that I feel like at the end I'm just kind of like, huh? Yeah, I think to me it really started to dip in the second half of the of the season. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it kind of it. Which is a weird thing to say about a something that was presumably like conceived and created all at once. Yeah, that like right that like everything was like planned out to happen the way it does it did, but it just felt like it kind of like lost its way midway through. Where like you thought, like I felt like they set up a story that you were interested to see to its conclusion, and then yeah, it just kind of they just kind of lost me halfway well, through and i was like i don't now i don't know what you're doing or why i it, i'm watching any of this and, and, and then it just kind of wrapped it up i don't well, know there, yeah i i think that like it it, it does, it's not as pronounced a problem as it was in season one which we've which we talked about in, in our special for that um which you can go back and listen to like that season one of picard was uh eight episodes and in my opinion it could have been like four episodes Right, like, yeah. like it, it was just so, so, so decompressed, and nothing yeah, really happened. Yeah, took forever in to like that literally space. get took forever to get off the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like, and this one kind of had the opposite problem. We're like, this one's that season one started incredibly slowly and took forever to, for anything to start, and this one I thought started at like a good pace, and like kind of threw you into the story, and you were like, okay, all right, yeah. I'm I'm willing to see where all this goes. And then yeah. they just kind of like left you hanging it for 
like six episodes in the middle. Yeah, I and, I really <laughs> I really felt like yeah, this season could have been eight episodes. Like this this season should have been the length of the first season because like it did feel like they're yeah, it's like it it really starts out at a good clip and then and then like the second half of the season they're just kind of like all right, well we have to wait until the end, so let's just do a bunch of stuff about like how Picard's mom had mental illness, you know. Um, yeah. which was like I found all of that like absolutely excruciating. Like that was that was like by far the worst. The yeah, worst part and like of the... it was was something that they just dra- like could have been like a story you could have like told and addressed in one episode that they dragged out over the whole season and were just like ah, but there's something else about his mom you don't know. Yeah, but also it's like you but you also okay. shouldn't have told that story at all. Like so th- this yeah, is Yeah, that is, one was painful. I I have a bunch of thoughts about that. Like I don't want to like retread if you want to listen to us talk about how Star Trek needs to stop doing shows that are just about like a whole season just about like trauma. trauma, like you can go listen to our Discovery season 4 episode. I think that was like our biggest complaint about um about that season and I w- I will be clear like I think that Picard is I think Picard season two is significantly more successful than Discovery season four. Um, although, like, I would still say, like, pretty mostly unsuccessful at like getting me to care about any of the new characters at all. Like, I mostly am like in it to watch Picard and Seven and and this season, like Brent Spiner, you know, and, and Q, you know. Um, I, was, I was gonna say Q. I, in my opinion, John Delancey absolutely stole the show. Yeah, like I, I he made that out was like a, a bandit. <laughs> That was another that was another problem with the show honestly is that like he kind of goes away in the second half of the season and I'm like what yeah. he's here you have him I'm like go just I, come on let's let's go here you know but yeah he's great of course he's uh, so he's, good he's like, really really good yeah in like um, a cast of very t- you know like right like you're in a cast with very talented like Patrick Stewart Jerry Ryan Brent Spiner Whoopi Goldberg and like he absolutely looked the best out of any of them I felt like yeah, As yeah he was he was great. He was so good. Um, and yeah, it, uh, we yeah we can get into I think we can get into some of this individual stuff. But like, why don't you quick try to <laughs> summarize the season? Yeah, I, I don't think it's as I don't think it's as complicated as like trying to get you to do one for discovery. So that's fair. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, there are some like kind of other things that go on, mm-hmm. but yeah. So so briefly, what happens is so it actually starts out with kind of. All of the cast of Picard basically are kind of pulled together into you, it. Sort of sets up like where they all are now, two years after season one, and then they're pulled into this <clears throat> encounter where there's a Starfleet ship that's basically a Borg ship has come up with on them, and is like de- the Borg Queen is demanding to negotiate with Picard, and so they all kind of show up on this ship, and the Borg Queen starts like trying to take over the ship and then like they order the ship to self-destruct and there's a lot of kind of chaos and then we suddenly kind of flash out of that to Picard back in his uh vineyard mansion place and the Borg Queen who the Borg Queen who well yeah yeah because they they should know the auto-destruct yeah the Borg Queen who's crucially uh her face is masked right in this scene is kind of wearing this like metal face mask. Um, yeah. And so then suddenly like Picard's back in his vineyard and then Q shows up and says, you know, like I have one more test for you. 
and then sends him to this like alternate timeline where humanity became like xenophobic fascists and took over the whole universe like very like it's not the mirror universe but it's kind of the same principle almost exactly yeah it's very it's um, it's very much like the t like you know tng famously never did have a mirror universe episode and it, it right. does it does very much like feel like this weird kind of like belated tng yeah and essentially the the kind of thrust of it is that like instead of being this like diplomat and explorer picard was a like conquering general who subjugated a bunch of alien races and like defeated the borg um and seven of nine is the president of the universe for some reason um and ever all the other like all the other cast members of picard are kind of thrown into this alternate timeline and they have except, they remember, except for except for soji um, yeah except for for some reason so well, i think i will because she's a synthetic being oh, I think yeah. the implication is that she just wasn't uh she wouldn't have existed yeah yeah because um, well yeah as we find out later like she wouldn't have existed because and i had to do some research about this and also talking to our frequent listener mark to figure out figure this out but like basically uh the soongs used to be all about genetics and then i guess there's a, there's an episode of of um they used to, they used to be all about like kind of genetic manipulation and there's there's an episode of uh enterprise where you see a soon from that period and then he's like all right from now on i'm only gonna do robot stuff but then <laughs> but then in okay um, is he also played by brent spiner yeah of course of course, of course. that's okay. that's there's there's there are two rules about the soongs in star trek one of which is that every soong is a bad person and all male soongs look like Brent Spiner. <laughs> the 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 seed is strong, as they would as, say in Game you of Thrones. Yeah, um, you know, just which like is, which just is to like be, you look like every male in your family as well. To, yeah, to be clear, like great, like like no notes, like uh, incredible. Um, uh, I guess I guess the uh, the the soong that we see in season one of just of Picard, he's not like that bad of a guy, I guess, but. But generally speaking, um, yeah, yeah, I think he's like a little antagonistic at first because he's like on the sides of the androids, but ends up being fine. Um, yeah, and so I think the implication there being that she doesn't exist because in this timeline, Enterprise, the show Enterprise, never happened, and so uh, okay. he would have still been doing genetically augment. He would still been stuff. making uh, augments, and um, yes, as yeah. <laughs> as hinted in the. I, well, I guess we'll get to the fin- we'll get to the final episode, but yes, yeah. That, and I, again, I, I think I was very confused by what you what, what you're referencing. And again, that that was like that was why I ended up talking to Mark about this. That that is that's the plot of the Enterprise episode is that he is that like, uh, uh, like he had stolen some like kind of wrapped up in all of that stuff too. Well, yeah, he, well, yeah, well, that he had actually stolen some like like his ancestor had stolen some fetuses from the augment. Hmm. The, the because originally I was like, wait a minute, are they trying to retcon it so that Khan was created after this? Because like, I you know I know they've been very like they've been very cagey about like not referencing the eugenics wars. Like when the eugenics um, wars happened, yeah. but like but like you know canonically that's supposed to have happened in the nineties. And I, I actually looked that up on Memory Alpha and Memory Alpha is basically like the eugenics wars happened in the nineties. It, it, it said that that Khan ruled over a third of the planet at that time. But because, because Voyager goes to 
the nineties. Oh, so just during like, this time period, it it, it, it didn't they, he must not have been in control of America. Like, America. like <laughs> there was just so, so much just kind of this entire like huge war that went on in Asia that America just had nothing to do with. Or at least, you know, wasn't ruled over by... I mean, you know, that's kind of how war, the, how America does wars now, is that they just kind of do them elsewhere, and then it doesn't really affect the people who live in America. So I guess that's plausible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that so I originally I thought they were kind of trying to retcon Khan into being being what? Later. Yeah, see, that's... Because I forgot it happened in the 90s, so that was what my thought, is that they're just like, oh, yeah. so then they're setting up like... And then he went and started the eugenics wars. Yeah, and I was like, that's really stupid. But then, but then I, re- but then later on, I was like, th- th- I figured that out. And then I was like, well, that's just, uh, okay. That's strange. Like, why would they reference this one-off episode of Enterprise? But I think actually, I'm, my guess is that they're probably setting up why there is a Khan character in Strange New Worlds. Um, I, I did kind of wonder if it was that if it was like supposed to be something because Strange New Worlds started like the next day. If it was yeah. something they were trying to do for for that. Yeah, that would not surprise me. Um, but yeah. now that I was just seen Strange in the World Jet, so I can't uh, comment. Anyway, though, sorry, yeah. I, I we we went Anyways. off on a tangent, but yeah, yeah he, that's a but yeah. So da, one of da, the, the post credit scenes that happens in the middle of the final episode. Yeah, so but yeah. not the only one. So Soji, um, um, Soji is not in. So Soji, Soji's yeah. not there, and kind of like Issa Brion's just shows up as a different character later on with no real explanation given for why she looks exactly the same no but. so I, I i don't agree with you actually so that i do think this is actually kind of set up in i think this is kind of set up in season one is that like i think that like because because like remember data has that painting that he made yeah uh, and, so, and yeah I, that like her appearance was kind of like came out of data's mind yeah but i think i think the implication was, was that maybe like it was it was somebody in you know, it's another person where, like, like, like she, she has like the soon. She, she looks like oh, okay. a, a soon. You know, so, though, so all the she doesn't look like, she doesn't look like Brent Steiner, but she doesn't look like Brent Steiner. But like, you know, maybe okay. he was like so it was like, like, a, it was like data remembering like some ancestor of yeah. Uh, I think that's I think that that's supposed to be okay. like the bit. I think okay, got it. Um, but yeah, and so anyway, so they're all taken to this alternate timeline, and they all remember who they are in like the timeline that we know from Star Trek and have to kind of like pretend to be whoever like their equivalent is in this alternate timeline. And then they manage to steal the ship from a season one of Picard and a Borg queen because they, they decide that they're going to do the, they have to go back to the past and change whatever made this timeline happen. And so they decide they'll, they'll use the technique from uh, a voyage home, which the is home. To, yeah, which is to like slingshot around the sun. Yes, and so, and this is actually when I thought they were going to have um, either have Sochi show up or because they're like, oh well, like no one can do like Spock was the only one who could do the calculations necessary to to do that to like slingshot yeah. around the sun and go back in time. And so I thought that then they were going to be like, oh, so like, it's a good thing we have this Android. Um, Mm. Or that you just have like, couldn't you have seven do it if she used to be a Borg? And like, I feel like in Voyager, she was established to have math superpowers. Yeah. Um, But apparently not. And so they they capture a Borg queen and like hook her into the ship. Well, it's the the last Borg in existence. Like this in this in this reality, like the the Borg have been hunted to extinction by, 
What is the name of the evil federation in this? Um, the are they the, the Confederacy? Is it, I think, yeah, I think it's the Confederation or the Confederacy or something like that. Uh, something um, like that. No. Um, the Confederacy of Independent Systems. Um, yeah, I'll I'll look while we're talking. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so they, they, this last one, she's about to be exterminated and the, like, she's about to be, she's about to be, yeah, publicly, be publicly executed, executed by, by because Picard, Picard, Picard because Picard is yeah. like a really evil guy in this, in this reality. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, and, uh, that, yeah, then, then they, instead they, they escape and, and they slingshot her on the sun. I should say like at this, by this, at this point in the show, I am loving it. Like I, I am like. I'm yeah, generally the this is like kind a very of a like fun like, adventure. Like, yeah, it actually like it, it gets the it, I think it, it gets like kind of the the camp of of mirror universe episodes better than a lot of actual mirror universe episodes does. Mm-hmm. And then and uh, it is the Confederation, by the way. Um, okay, uh, but uh, yeah, we're like humans have become like cartoonishly evil, and our heroes are having to like pretend to be equally cartoonishly evil and then like run around and try to find a way to escape yeah you you find out like at one point that like uh that picard has like personally killed gul dukat martok sarek like like yeah and like has their like there are it is the first ds9 cameo in a live action star trek show but they're all just skulls (laughs) Yeah, I, I, that, I think I sent you. I think I, to, I told you this. I was like, yeah, you, you'll see part of a DS Nine character in in one of these episodes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you just see Galdicott's head. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they said he he executed Sarek uh, in front of Spock. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then this is where they like tease. They tease Cisco too. Yes, which that was that made me mad that they were like. Do you want to talk to, yeah, to Admiral Cisco? Yeah, because uh, Seven of Nine is like, you know, I need someone to like, you know, give me like a briefing, and her assistant is just like, do you want me to like get Sis- get Admiral Cisco for you? And she was like, no, no, and I was like, yes, yes, no, give <laughs> yeah. me. I, and she's like, I no, must, give me. <laughs> I must Santiago see Cabrera you, Avery Brooks, but no. Yeah. Anyway, that was that Anyways. was a bummer, but. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm. So, yeah, I'm, and I'm that's. Pretty, this still, is like, I'm digging this like big time. It's pretty fun. This is all still the first episode, really right? Or is it? Did, this is, are a, they still this in is the, the first two episode? episodes. Yeah. This is the first episode ends with Q. Oh, it's just like to the reality, and then this, and then this whole okay. second episode is them getting out of the the not mirror universe. Yeah. Um, and then so then they go back in time to the year 2024 when something terrible happened that caused humans to become fascists forever. Which is entirely not a specifically chosen year at all. Um, well, uh, well, it's twenty twenty four, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A- and so this is interesting. This is another weird thing, where, and again, like at this point, I, I would say even at this point, I'm still really liking the show because the show is is current as like at this at this stage in the show, it is like a combination of two of my favorite Star Trek things. Which is basically like the epi- the two part episode past tense from um, DS Nine, where they also go to twenty twenty four and things are really bad. And I, I guess it's been it's established that like they they are there like a few months prior to the events of past tense. So okay. that's why which is why you don't see like any of those characters. But but they, but like there's even yeah. some stuff where it's like they're in the same locations and you can actually see like posters and stuff that are in past tense which is like kind of cool oh really um, oh that's kind of cool 
and so that's is combination... the the bell riots. Ones? Yes, the bell riots one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's um, that would have been kind of interesting if they had actually if they had met Gabriel Bell like before he turns into you haven't seen that episode but like basically like <laughs> the past is basically about how Picard has to Picard accidentally leads to the or uh, how Cisco, Cisco kind of acts accidentally leads to the death of basically like this century's. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and then he has to basically assume Martin Luther King Jr.'s identity. To... He's like the Santa Claus of <laughs> basically, of yeah, historical civil rights. Okay. So it would have been kind of interesting if we had met the original Gabriel Bell. Um, you know, oh, that could have been interesting. But yeah. Anyway, though, so it's a combination of that and Voyage Home, which is like my favorite Star Trek anything. Like yeah. it, because it, it's you know they even have like Punk on the bus, like re- has, has a cameo in the episode, and it's it's very. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's still like very fun and it's really moving. I would say, um, for the most part. Yeah, um, yeah. And so they go back in time and kind of set about trying to figure out what happened. And what they end up through a bunch of kind of stuff, figuring out. Like they go talk to Guinan, and then they talk to, uh, not Laris. That's her present name whatever orla brady's character's name yeah is, talon i think so um who is a so there's this person who's called a watcher who is like sent from the future i think um I no forget. i don't think so i, I think i don't think she's sent from the forget, future or she's, just like sent she, by the romulans well well we find out what like what the deal is later but ba- basically so she's like an alien whose job is to make sure that something that is supposed to happen happens. And basically her job is to protect this ancestor of Picard, who's an astronaut named Rene Picard and like, make sure that like she has to, for the timeline to like go the way it's supposed to, she has to go on a mission to Europa, which is one of the moons of Jupiter or Saturn. So Jupiter or Saturn. I can't remember. Yeah. And that kind of like inspires, the world and everything like goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah. They kind of, this is one of, I think, I think the plot for this show also kind of like, does, we'll, and we'll get to it, but like, I don't think it really like holds up, up, up to like a lot of scrutiny as to like what is actually happening and why sometimes. And then basically at the, mm-hmm. at the very end of the show, they're like, Oh yeah, and she went to go find this thing that like makes it so that pollution doesn't because like yeah she because I was like some mineral and then some um, who what is it like the sun like Rios's son or stepson I guess like is that what ties it in like they they explain that like some other like character that there's just like whatever happened to that person like yeah used this mineral that she brought back from Europa oh I didn't I didn't realize that. I think that's I, what they said. When, like, it's very, when, when it's very like rushed. Like, like, the, like doing the, like end exposition to Picard at the very end. Yeah, it's really rushed. Like the whole entire, um, like like the whole entire show, they're just like she needs to go to space for reasons, and then it, yeah, like, the, like, like make, the f- yeah, and if she doesn't, then that's what will break the timeline, and yeah. everything will become bad. But then it's not really a reveal because like at the very end, like uh, like present day Guinan is basically like, uh, yeah, yeah. And then like, it was for this, you know, and then like, you move, moving. And she just like says it, like she like dumps out like five different facts, like in the course of like a couple of minutes. So, yeah. 
Um, cause that, that's like the thing is that like, basically, yeah, think- it's, um, it's Rios, it's like Rios' stepson, like the, the kid let leads a team of scientists that uses an alien organism Renee discovered on the Europa mission to oh, reverse the deterioration oh, of Earth's environment. Yeah. Can you not hear me? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I can't hear you now. I was just, um, I, you cut off for a second. Okay. Um, uh, I think that got recorded, but yeah, we, we, so, <laughs> so basically, that, like, so you can you can tell audience like this is one of our unedited episodes that we released right before we released right before uh, the yeah. <laughs> putting it out. But yeah, if I, I don't know if you, I think it got recorded, but just in case you didn't hear it, I, I'm looking up the the memory apple for that last episode. So Ricardo, who is the lady Rios, falls in love with her son. Um, he led a team of scientists that used the alien organism that Rene Picard discovered on the Europa mission to reverse the deterioration of earth's environment okay um so yeah although things still seem like relatively bad a few years later when um first contact happens but it's like <laughs> that that is like the thing of this i think that if that's how I was, if i was going to like very quickly describe it, it, you'll keep going to it but like the, the, the is that like this this show starts out as discover uh, as as um as past tense meets the voyage home Mm-hmm. And then it ends as first contact meets the tone of Star Trek Discovery, basically. Uh, sure. Yeah. Because as the show as the show goes on, it stops being about like any of that. <laughs> it's st- it stops being about the conditions of uh, of present day uh, of like of basically twenty of the twenty twenties Earth, which uh, and it stops being about. Like oh time travel and it basically starts to be about like the board queen that they brought with them has her own ideas about what to be doing during this time, yeah. which is basically the same thing that she that the, that the board queen wants to do in first contact. In first um, contact, yeah. So basically, the board queen through like some manipulation ends up assimilating Gerardi or like partially assimilating Gerardi, who is a character and, we I don't think we've mentioned yet. On this. Right? Who's who is just also well because she doesn't do anything until she gets assimilated, basically that I remember. Yeah, she's also a, also a Elnor doctor. dies at some point, which we also didn't mention. Yeah, which I I, I don't really like Elnor the character, but I did feel really bad for that actor in this season because like he's in almost none of it. Yeah, and he has got so, written out of all of like except the first two and last two episodes. Yeah, he has so yeah he's so little to do. Well, I guess he's technically in some of the middle episodes because sometimes Raffi just like oh, sees like, someone who she thinks looks like him, and then she's like, <gasps> "Elnor," and was like, "No, oh no." Uh, one of the one of the plots I could just not get down with at all. Super boring, but sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So and then she decides to like if we if she starts assimilating humanity like all the way back in the twenty first century like. All the way back, like, like eight years before she was, she tried to do it, or tried you know, to do it a board tried contact. to do it last time, yeah, yeah, like how powerful the board could become, and so she kind of starts like taking over the ship, and then starts to assimilate some like ex-military spec ops people to kill Picard with the help of Soong, of Adam Soong, who's one of Soong's ancestors. That's this like mad scientist that basically is told first by Q and then by the Borg queen that like, if he kills or like stops Rene Picard from going to space, then like he'll go from being this kind of disgraced 
sort of unethical mad geneticist to being a like well-respected scientist with a legacy. Yeah. Because Q, so that's the other thing that I didn't mention. Sorry, I'm doing really bad at describing the season. But the, no, the other it's, thing... It's just kind of twisty. But that, I again, is happening for a while and then kind of stops happening once all the board Queen stuff starts, is that for a while, Q is... And I actually really like him in this role. Like, kind of gives... So he's basically like... What we find out near the end is that Q... Like, this specific Q is dying. Um, and so he's kind of slowly losing his powers. So he's... But he's in the past, like, trying to stop this mission from happening or like stop Picard from succeeding, but he's instead of just kind of, you know, usually he's more of this like capricious God where he just snaps his fingers and changes reality. And here he's almost more of like a sort of like Mephistopheles, like dark bargain type guy, which I feel like he like does really well in that role. Like he pretends to be Rene Picard's therapist. Um, therapist and is like giving her bad advice. And then he'll like show up to, Soong or to um, Soong's daughter and kind of like offer them these deals just like I can give you like the cure that you need if you'll only do one simple thing for me and yeah and again just I, I guess just in general anytime John Delancey is on screen in this se- in this ep- in this season he's just so good and like absolutely nails that character I think so um, <laughs> yeah but I like yeah. seeing that side of Q the kind of like um yeah, just sort of like manipulating like smaller things and like manipulating people instead of just like changing reality. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I think he's great. Again, I I'm gonna maybe challenge you at the end of this to explain what he was actually attempting to do and why. And sure. Like that's, but that's not a John Delancey problem. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like again, like as we said, like John Delancey, best best part of this season, probably I would say. Like he's 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 just yes. like he's totally yeah. locked in. Like it's yeah, incredible. So good. Um, um, yeah. And then I I guess that's kind of then like various stuff happens, and they like basically they kind of like. Then there's, like, some episodes in the middle where it's really just, like, diving into Picard's childhood. And then we end up kind of rushing to the end where, like, then the emission's about to take off. And so they do some stuff and, like, manage to evade. Like, Soong is trying to kill Rene Picard and they manage to kind of thwart all his plans. And the mission takes off. And then they have kind of like one last meeting with Q where, yeah, we're basically like Q reveals that his purpose this whole time was just to, well, first he makes it sound like basically like his whole reason for doing this was just to make Picard deal with his traumatic past and be able to love someone, mm-hmm. like make a connection with someone is mm-hmm. kind of what he, he makes it sound like. But then also, so like he, th- that's what he tells Picard. Cause he's, he basically says like, I'm about to die and like, I'm going to be all alone. And I, because I like care so much about you individually, like is sort of why I've always like focused on you. And like, I don't want you to be alone. So I put you through this whole crazy timeline altering 
time travel stuff so that you could learn to let the past go and not blame yourself for your mother's death and not be afraid to love your Romulan housekeeper. <laughs> your, yeah, your employee. <laughs> right. Uh, and the, Picard's like, oh, that's so nice of you. I love you too. And like hugs Q and then Q takes them back to the present. So but then, but then it makes it seem like basically this was all like to set up the thing that happens in the present happening because basically it turns out that the Borg queen on the ship is actually Gerardi who had like joined with the Borg queen and they had kind of, I guess like, so I guess the, all the stuff that happened with the Borg has still happened with the Borg, but like she kind of went off and like tried to start a different Borg at the same time. Yeah, there are more than there. Are, there are multiple Borg queens, which which has been established like previously. Yeah, uh, yeah. They all, and but they all have up until up until the Jurati one. Like they all kind of shared basically the same. We're personality. like part of the same like hive mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so basically, like Jurati shows up and says, and like so Picard kind of comes back to the present, realizes that this Borg queen is Jurati, and so instead of self destructing the ship just lets her take over and like says hi to her and they talk for a while. And basically what she says is there's some anomaly that's about to rip a, like rip a hole in the galaxy. And only if like the Borg and Starfleet all work together, they can like shield it. And so they do. And some like flashy lights in space happen. Um, And then they're basically like season three is coming because this thing happened in space and we don't know why. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I, I honestly kind of liked because, uh, because like, you know, they've announced like, dur- they announced during season two of Picard airing that like, that season three is wrapped and it's also the last season Yeah, that it was Picard. kind of a like three season like story. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's like, I don't really like season one doesn't really tie in with season two at all other than no, just like not at all. the characters are the same. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting that they actually like, are like, basically like, they almost made season two. They make it sound like it's like one kind of cohesive, like, story that they wanted to tell yeah, over it ma- three seasons of television. Yeah. It, it makes, yeah, it makes season two kind of seem like a prequel almost to season three, which I kind of like. Um, yeah. Although it also like, seems like, almost feels like because they've announced that season three is going to have like at least at some point, all of the main cast of The Next Generation in it. I'm so excited about that. That, like, they just spent season... Like, part of the purpose of season two was to write off half of the cast of Picard to make room for them. Well, see, I thought that... I thought that, too, except because, for Because, like, Rio stays in the past, and Gerardi has become a Borg queen now. But she's gonna be on the show still, though, I think. Because, like, she's... Because she basically is like, yeah, I have to help you guys figure this problem out. Because I I thought that same thing, because I was like, Elnor's dead, but he comes back to life. And then Rios gets left in the past, yeah. And then and then Dorati is flies away, but then she she's at the end, and I think she probably will be in the next season. She might have like a reduced role, maybe. But oh uh, yeah, but yeah, like they only really yeah. actually uh, cross off one person. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I guess Soji's still around. Because I was thinking that like Issa Briones like goes off to be a watcher, but I guess that's that's not like, a different that's, character. Uh, like Soji is still Persephone or whatever, or not, not Persephone yeah. was one of the, was one of the ones. But it was one of the one of those names, one of those god names. I think Corey, I think is what yeah. it was. Corey, yeah. But um, yeah. In the were we so if we want to get into that, were we? I can't remember if we were talking about this 
on air or off air about how like all of the cast of the next generation except for will wheaton was announced for season three yeah we talked about that on a show i don't think that show has come out yet actually but okay. um but yes and that <laughs> that was that was <laughs> I, I have such mixed feelings about that so so basically at the end of the show the, the one of the many like one of the many, as you were saying, I, I, I don't really think of those post-credit sequences so much as I think of them as, like, Return of the King-style multiple endings. How, like, Return yeah. of the King, like, the last But it's basically what the, the entire th- last episode, like, they kind of wrapped up the conflict at the end of the second-to-last episode. Like, that was when, like, the ship took off, and they did it, and they saved the present. And then, yeah, the entire last episode was just kind of, like, telling the endings of all the different characters. Um. So no, yes. I think that the, they. I think they save the ship at the beginning. Of or is the, it at the beginning the of that episode? episode? Okay. But yeah, so you find out that like the reason why, and I also I felt I kind of liked this a lot, and I also kind of didn't, and I'll I'll explain. But like basically, because because I, I remember like that they're like uh, Laris's ancestor Ta- Talon is is a watcher who is like her job is to protect important people, and I was like okay, like whatever, like that, like. Mm-hmm. And, but then at the end, they basically like. And she was sent by Wesley Crusher, aka the Traveler, because he becomes the Traveler at the end of. Oh, they were. I didn't realize she was associated with him. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I that's he the was just kind of there. No, no, no. Uh, I think okay. no, because because that's he recruits her to be. He recruits Isabrians to be basically to be like uh, another Talon's traveler. replace replacement, basically, or, or to be oh, or to be like okay. another watcher. And so okay, he, I thought those I two like, things were like completely unrelated. I didn't catch that. Interesting. Yeah, because I was like, because I was like, well, what is this? Like, why is there just someone whose job it is to do this? And then at the end, it's like, oh yeah, because Wesley Crusher sent her to do this because she's not from the future, but he basically exists outside of time, as we've seen, as we see in like the third to last, I think, episode of TNG, which uh-huh. is the last time, which is the last time that Wesley has appeared in anything because he was, I think, he was supposed to be in like the uh, a sequence in Nemesis to get cut out. So, um, so he. Uh, you know, he has not been, you know, in any Star Trek thing since then. And so he's basically just been the traveler this whole time and sent her. And so he, he recruits Chloe to be to be a new watcher, basically. OK, um, got it. And I, I, part of me was like, that's actually really cool. Like, that's a cool way to tie that in. And like, it's like a really interesting way to kind of like follow up on this this thing from TNG that I I don't think most people like ever think about, but like it, it right. could be followed <laughs> like, up by the end of TNG. Like Wesley, Wesley Crusher, who was like the doctor's kid that was sometimes the helmsman, had become a like trans-dimensional, like outside of space and time traveler. Yeah, and I was like, that's really cool. And then I was, I don't want to be too mean, but like, but the part of it I didn't like is that as much as I don't like Wesley Crusher, I actually find. Will Wheaton's adult screen presence even more abhorrent than <laughs> than child Will Wheaton's screen presence, and I just wanted to kind of like punch him in the face the entire time he was on screen. That's, That's fair. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I, like, if you ever listen to this Will Wheaton, which I don't think you ever will, like, I'm sure you're like a nice person in real life, but I don't know. I just I can't I just can't abide that kind of like smug nerd god thing that he has going and. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but like, but again, I, like, I think from a like, from a pure, it like it was story like thing, I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty that. interesting. Yeah, like, and, and I and I, I I am a personally like I I'm a big fan of that episode where he, so was he where he uh, was where he, he then the one that gave her the like cure or was it Q? Because no, gave, Q gave Q gave her the cure. I think. well, I remember I Q think. gave her dad the cure, but then like she just kind of got a. She got like an email or something with the cure and with oh, like, you're right, you're right. basically like the password to and like that was how she found out that like her dad had kind of done all this genetic experimentation and that was like he didn't care about her as a person but just as like an experiment and that was what well, made think... her run away. But I don't know if they ever did they say that that was from Q or was it just like from No, I, I don't anonymous think they say, well... and like then it turns out it was actually from Will Wheaton. Well, I don't think they say one or the other, and I think that's interesting because this this actually leads into I think like a big. We're going to be talking about this for a while, but like uh, the yeah. this is going to this leads into like a big plot issue that I have with the show, which is that basically it seems like the reveal at the end of this at, at, of the season is that is that Q did all of this on purpose to a get car get picard to like forgive himself and b to allow to basically help like allow the borg and the federation to cooperate in right the present, to, like right? save save the galaxy and this big thing at the end but the but the implication though i so, think so that it, you think that was also part of q's plan that was well, what i well, couldn't so, figure out was like was q trying to like make all of this happen and like make Jurati get like assimilated. This is what I'm about to say. This is what I'm about to say. He intended for all of this, or like that all just kind of happened, and like really, he just wanted Picard to get it on. No, so I, this is this is what I'm going to say. Is that I think I I think that the implication is that now you know as to who gave her the cure. I don't I don't know that, uh, but uh, I think that like the implication is is that like he is that basically. The reality that they that they um, that that they return to at the end of the show is the same reality that they basically like that like all of this happened in this timeline is that because um, okay so it's that kind of time travel where like it turns out that like this was all how it went all along yeah because because like to make it happen so that time could bring us to where we are yeah and I think the reason why that there's two twofold one of them is that. Is that Picard says these are the bullet holes that were in my house when oh, yeah. um, when when uh, like I've heard that it was shot up basically in the past and this and this is the, exactly these are those bullet holes, holes are. and so okay. like so which basically implies like this happened in the timeline that the Picard was already existing in plus at the end the Borg Queen like appears to be there and she and she actually says like I, I sent you that message and so like that that Borg queen was always had been Jurati the Jurati, whole time. like the entire time okay. and so like the implication is that and, and so I think you could make the argument certainly that that is Q giving her the cure because then Q is like and this and and so like I'm giving her the cure so she can so she can delete all of his research because that's the only really meaningful thing that she does after she mm-hmm. leaves his house is she basically hacks into his computers and gets rid of all of his stuff. And okay, so and that's like, what drives him to like pick up the the con- project con- project, yeah. Folder. Okay, and, but like that doesn't really 
I don't think make sense. Now, now it's like, obviously, like, when you're talking about time travel plots, it's like nothing ever makes sense. And, you know, like, there's always going to be uh, problems with that stuff. And so I'm not saying that you, you can make like a, I don't think you can make like an airtight time travel story. But, like, there are multiple things where it's like, it doesn't really, we're like, I think there's a combination of, like, the the show not really playing fair with us and then other stuff where it's just like, that doesn't even make sense at all where it's like, so I, I think the, the two, the, the two big things I think about is one is that like, it does seem like Q is earnestly trying to keep, <laughs> is earnestly trying to keep uh, for, for the most part, like until the end where he's like, Oh, I meant to, like I meant you to like stop this the entire time. Like it does seem like Q is earnestly trying to keep Renee from going on the Europa mission, you know, like, like, yeah, it, for a while he very much does. Like, he's and, not just trying to, like, make it hard for Picard. He's, like, actually, like, actively working against them. And he also, like, he also, like, is losing his power, which, of course, he gets back at the end for no real apparent reason. But, like, he's yeah, losing... Yeah, or has, like, just enough left to send them back to the future and then die. But even but even then, though, it's like, he, like, straight up doesn't have power at points during... Because remember, like, he sees... The first time we see Renee, he snaps his fingers and, like, trying to get something to happen and nothing happens, you know? Yeah. I think um, he does it to Guy Like, he, like, tries to do it to Guinan, too. Yeah, and... makes this sort of, like, fizzling sound. Yeah. Yeah, and so it seems like... It does seem like he's, like, sincerely trying to, like, change the timeline. Um, so, actually, I would say three things. Like, one, it seems like he's actually trying to do this. Two, like... At the time when, at the time when they go back, like this, this is one of those things where it's like it's time travel. So like I'm sure you could wave this away, just being like time travel doesn't really make sense. But like at the time that they go back, he hasn't changed anything, and so and so, uh, like the like, like nothing like like and so and, and like the the. And so I guess this ties in with my other thing, which is like he so he's, he hasn't changed anything, and so nothing should be different yet. But also, but then, like, if if the entire thing was it was always like meant to bring about the timeline that ended up occurring, why doesn't Guinan remember Picard remember. from when she met him during Mark Twain times? And also, why does she look like a different person? Like, yeah, why that is was, she not? That like, was why my is question. she not played by Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> that was my question initially with like why she doesn't like. Clearly, Mark Twain happened long before this, so, like, why doesn't she remember Picard? And I even, like, mentioned that to you, and you were just like, oh, it's because, like, this is a different timeline where that, like, where the next generation never happened, and so they never found a data head and never went back in time. Right, except for that then at the end, it's revealed that, like, no, this did all happen, and so, and, and she even says, I never, I never, like, in the, in the, when she comes, when they come back to, and they're talking Whoopi Goldberg again, she's like, I never told. I never could tell you about. Yeah, the, like um, we first met in the two thousands. Well, she doesn't even say that we first met. She says, like, I, "I just never could tell you that you went back." That, that, oh but, yeah. But like, but it's like, but if this all happened, then you had met him before that, and so you'd recognize him. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't really, like I think there's something there where they're trying to like have their cake and eat it too, and I don't think it quite really. Yeah. Adds up, um, but. So I don't know, like, 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 uh, it's not really like super satisfying. Like, I think that combined with like them just being like, oh yeah, and like because we couldn't do like we couldn't do like the actual pivotal thing, we couldn't do the first contact moment because like 
which is like the most res- resonant thing that you could have done, we can't do that because we already did that. You know, like, first contact exists. And so it just has to yeah. be like this other thing. But also it's like, it's this weird misdirect too, where it's like, it doesn't have to be his ancestor at all. Like it's like, she just happens to be Renee Picard. And so the whole time you're like, oh yeah. And then something happens with this that like ends up affecting Picard's life. life. Right. Yeah. But it's but just yeah, like, that, no, it's just like a random person who, who, yeah. do, who discovers this thing. And she just happens to be related to Picard for no real reason. Um, sure. So like, it, it's, it's just like this weird, like there's like these weird disconnects and like states of remove that I think kind of like, keep like the actual like time travel plottiness of it from really having like i think the oof that it could have had if it was like a little bit more stripped down or a little bit more considered or like if you just didn't yeah. have to have like i think if you like pulled Guinan out of it that that would probably like and i don't really not that like what's her name what's the actor who's playing Guinan in the past like i don't like i don't yeah i don't know what her name is i thought she did good like i liked her, i think she's fine of, but, like like a different side of that character and like I thought one of the, like, most kind of potential things the show had to say that, again, like, kind of got dropped halfway through was was when she was talking to Picard. Because they, again, like, it, it seems like halfway through they just, like, completely changed direction on you. Because there were, like, when they first go back to the past, it's kind of, they kind of focus on, like, hey, the 2020s are, like not a great time to be not a straight white male. Um, Cause you, you have uh, Rios basically gets like rounded up by ice. ice and like deported to Mexico, which is not even where he's from. Um, and then she's talk- like, she's actually when Picard first meets Guinan, she's getting ready to like give up on kind of her post of like kind of watching over human like earth and humans being like i like essentially is kind of doing and just like i give up on humanity like they're terrible and picard's like no like humans aren't so bad and like we get so much better in the future and basically she says like like humans are like it's the experience for someone that looks like me and the experience for someone that looks like you is so incredibly different and i which like you know i feel like the show definitely like definitely got the most like directly political about the present like without any sort of metaphor or anything that star trek has ever gotten talking about kind of like the modern day but i feel like it kind of got the closest to there's some there's some ds9 that you haven't seen that it gets pretty that's yeah that's fair i guess i mean past tense itself like is it's it's not about racism but it's it's like it's about like class warfare there's a lot of class warfare stuff and and the thing about past tense that's so interesting is that like it does such a good job of predicting the future you uh-huh. know whereas like this is just like it's just like describing describing the present, the present. <laughs> sure um but which yeah is, which but is i think notable. there is it's like, a, it's like, an element yeah i think there is an element of hope that i think some of like the current star trek doesn't quite hit that this one got the closest to of being like yes like we're not saying that like humans are great right now but like if we kind of go through the rough stuff and like if we actually do put in the work there's still a potential that like we could get to that point of like idealism that star trek was originally supposed to be Mm -hmm. 
And like, it's actually going to get even darker than this, right? Like we are going to, there is going to be a world war three at some point. Um, but like there, that like there kind of is, I feel like they sort of drew a line more clearly than sometimes they do of like, from what we are like now to like, if we did kind of prioritize the right stuff and work really hard and like got a little uncomfortable, like could get to that point. I don't know. Yeah. Again. I, and then, and then that sort of stopped being a plot point the next yeah. episode and yeah. it just all became about the Borg um, and Borg, the Borg and trauma. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you except for that. I don't really think that you needed Guinan for that. Like I, I, I don't think that um, the actor who I should find so I can cite her, the actor's name, but um, I don't think she's doing a bad job. I think that like having to do a, um, <laughs> I think having to do a, a impression of Whoopi Goldberg is like kind of a thankless task. And I sure. also just, I don't really, don't really know that she needed to be in there to like um, uh, her name is, uh, Let's see. I think her name is Ito Aghari, Ag, Aghari, I think is how you'd say her name. Uh, I apologize if I'm screwing that up. But um, uh, because like I, to me, the stuff that was the most resonant in that stuff is and this is maybe a personal thing, but like I thought all the stuff that was just like straight up about like ice, like the, the stuff that was actually like, here are some things that are happening literally yeah, right now. But, like the actual U.S. government is currently doing. Yeah. To real it, people. Yeah, and I think I texted you about this that like I I have my doubts given like what I know a lot of like kind of the political leanings of Star Trek people are like like or seem to be like I have my doubts that like I, you know like most of this season was written during the Trump presidency and I kind of don't know whether they would have been like this on the nose if if it was written during the Biden presidency, I think it works because like, yeah, because I mean, that's doing, all stuff that exactly is still happening the same yeah, way. <laughs> there are more kids in cages now than there were under Trump, you know, like, so like Biden's accelerating this stuff, but like yeah. that, that, that part of it was the part that really connected for me because like, it is like a really, really terrible thing that's going on right now. It, it also, I think like does a better job at playing into existing Star Trek canon because they keep on like kind of like implying that like you need like these identification papers um, at all times, no matter who you are, which is like something that is a thing in past tense. Like basically they, hmm. they in past tense, like if you don't have papers, you get sent to these like, these like home, these like, giant homeless encampments um, in, in like major cities. Um, so I kind of liked that too, but yeah, I felt like that was kind of like, enough for me like i i think that like there was like the guy and stuff to me was like this thing where like we we want we want to have whoopi goldberg on the show and so we're going to like use this other actor to kind of like justify why whoopi goldberg's in the beginning and end and 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 then also it's just like this thing of like well we have 10 episodes this season and we have eight episodes of story and so we're gonna give we just we just have to have some like bits of business like so the guy is gonna be a bit of business and um uh, the and um, there's going to be like there's going to be some, you know, like the, the the Picard's mom stuff is going to be a bit of business that so we can kind of use to occupy our time. I don't know. I mean, like I, I definitely think that like the grinding stuff is like much more successful than like that stuff. Yeah. But. but uh, and I mean, I mean, <laughs> I did actually, I did really like seeing Whoopi Goldberg in the first and last episodes, but I think you could have had that. I, I do agree that like 
that's not something that needed to be justified. You could have just done that, and we would all would have been happy to see it. Exactly. Um, and, and like I thought, she you know she she also again only in two episodes, but like she did a she turned in a great performance. Like that first episode where it's kind of her and Patrick Stewart as these like incredibly old friends who understand each other really well was so good, um, and I felt like had a lot of heart. Uh, uh, the the other thing too about about her stuff is that like. They did a couple things in in with her where I was just like I, I where I don't I don't like this in like in like world building stuff where they're like all right now we're going to introduce this thing that we like we kind of always like uh like th- this has always been true about this alien species and um we're gonna pretend like it was always the thing <laughs> like the the thing where they're like we I, I we can summon cues with. Like, with like noises in that we made in bottles, where I'm like, like that, that's like one thing where it's like, okay, I guess, like, we know that they have dealt with the cue before, so like, that's fine. I, I, yeah, I thought it was interesting, like, digging a little more into that, where like, oh, like, actually, like, they had like this long sort of war with the cue in the past and like reached a, a peace with them. The, yeah, the thing that really bothered me though is, was when he is telling her, um, when Picard is like, Oh, you, you, you're time sick, you, which is, which again, like her being time sick is another indication that like, how is this supposed to be the same timeline that it was always If she's like be? detecting like. If she's like having issues being time sick. Yeah. But he's like, you're time sick. And it's like, I know that that's what it is because one time you told me that like, sometimes LRians get time sick. And then, and then I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. I wonder what episode that, that happened in. And I, went, I looked it up and it was just like, no, they didn't, they made that up in this episode. And I was like, oh, okay. Like she has like a cool, she has like a kind of a convenient time power that they just made up so that they could have a reason to, I don't know. It's like, he could have been like, you hung out with Mark Twain, you know, or so, something, you know what I mean? Like it, it could have been, it could have been something that it did. They didn't have to be like. Actually, time sickness has always been a th- an important part of the Alarian lore, you know, um, uh-huh. or like you know it, that I just think that's that's a very like enterprisey thing to do, where it's just like we're gonna like make up this 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 like kind of advanced lore for this thing that didn't need to have it, you know, like like it, again speaking of this episode that that will that will come out later, that will come out like in a couple months after you guys are hearing it, like just the idea of like oh yeah like. Vulcans uh, couldn't always mind melt. Well, or well, Vulcans, uh, you know, here's like the origin of the Katra, and like that they were like Katra coffins, and also like they have like this weird like Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, opening of Raiders of the Lost Ark like treasure thing, like like we're just like basically like oh yeah, like Vulcans are magic basically. Like I'm just like I don't need that, and um, that's kind of how I felt about some of the stuff with her. Um, uh, so. I don't know, like what, like what else, like what did you? I, I mean, like we've talked about some of the stuff we liked. Like, what, what are some of the other things that we liked before we kind of get into like a couple of little other bits and bobs? I, I think we have to talk about the trauma stuff, but I don't want to talk about it too much. Um, sure. Uh, I yeah, again, I, and I feel like I said the same thing in the first season of Picard. I liked all the performances, like, um, like they're clearly all like talented actors um i yeah i, yeah, I think i started, i would say i like, most i was very intrigued by where the story was going when it started and mm-hmm. i even i think like may have been okay with the way they wrapped it up um 
with Q and all that. Like, I feel like there's there's sometimes where, especially when you're doing time travel shenanigans and that, like, you just kind of have to, like, accept or, like, be willing to overlook something for the purpose of telling an entertaining story. I think they just lost me so much in the middle with yeah. a bunch of stuff that I, like, didn't enjoy or have that much interest in. That, yeah, it, yeah, it... It's well. I think they they put it. They kind of honestly they pull the trick that they pull in the first season of Picard, which is that they have a beloved character die in the final episode, and they write a really, really, really good death scene, and then the actor who is going to do the dying performs the hell out of it, and so you kind of like, I would say both when Q in Q's final like couple of scenes. And in Data's final scene, where you see you see Data again, and he's in the computer mm, in season one, yeah. like it's like those scenes are great, and like I I kind of welled up in both of those moments, you know, like it, where it, and because because like John Delancey is doing an incredible job, and and Data's doing an incredible job, yeah, and they actually and they actually like in a way that they don't really succeed in, I think, in a lot in in, in like the body of either of those shows, they do a really good job of like basically thematically linking the what the characters are going through to what we already know about yeah these I characters like in the both, past those yeah those both feel like we've decided to like take the story that you know of data throughout like all the time that you've spent with him and like write an ending for it yeah and same and, thing and, with q yeah and it like and, and, fits that character's story yeah yep and 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 so like like that's that scene is so great at the end and in, in the final which, which does make me honestly it does make me forgive a lot of like what comes before but like that scene with john delancey where he's just like i did this for you like i did this because i care about you and like and it's like he does care about him like it's 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 like the thing it is like it's like this weird thing of it's yeah, like it's like kind. it's like the thing with what we always say where it's like data says he doesn't have emotions but he does where it's like obviously obviously even though like picard can never see it in in like the past like q loves picard like that's why he's yeah. bugging him all the time you know like like it and yeah i thought that was really and especially and I th- and again i think what their intention was was to have sort of like connection be a theme throughout the whole series with like q or, and like a, like picard like keeps himself from connecting with people and is alone and P- q like doesn't want to be alone and like Agnes and the Borg Queen don't want to be alone. But like they did a thing with that where like you do have kind of this moment of where like Picard and Q realize how like personal of a connection they have they yeah. share with each other and how much they care about each other at like the very end. That yeah, that yeah, like was I thought very well like carried out and, and, it, and, and yeah, even like, a great thing for that character and yeah. And even honestly, I felt like it kind of even like kind of tied in with like Q's journey that he goes on in Voyager, where like you know now he is, he he is entering now like the the frontier that um, the other Q or the Quinn uh, yeah. had in in the first episode that he's on in Voyager, and he's kind of like, and he you know if, he says like at first like he was he was you know, interested in like kind of like entering this new phase, which is like what Quinn wanted, and then he's like, but I couldn't you know, I can't feel anything, you know, like, like, like it's, 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 it's becoming a meaningless for me. And so like, he's still like struggling with this thing that like, it does, it does feel like this, like very yeah, logical journey to, like, that, share that he's with going somebody. on. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked that a lot. Um, even though like, I was kind of like, 
what is he actually trying to do? Like, I don't know that I, I really feel like I quite reconciled with, like, the logic of, of that. Yeah, I mean, I think kind of how I interpret it is, like, because I feel like Q's thing has always been, there's just some degree of, like, he just does what he feel likes and kind of doesn't, like, to someone like Q, like, none of the consequences of his actions even really, like, register for him. No, and no one ends up... You could no pass it off as just, like, he just wanted to, like, like, this was just his way of, like, show, like doing some, like, one last thing with Picard. And, like, yeah, it's incredibly, like, timeline-altering and also, like, timeline-affirming. And, like, all of that was kind of not his intention. It was just that, like, he wanted to have Picard know that he loved him before he died. And, yeah, like, it, maybe it, that's all it was. Yeah, and I... <laughs> and everything I think, else just kind of happened because of that's how the way the universe happened. Yeah, I like that, too, where it does kind of, like, affirm his his sort of, like, weird amorality, where, like, he doesn't really, like, concern himself that much with, like, human ethics. Although, like... But, but I, I guess what I was saying, like, I don't really understand what is what he was trying to do. It's just that, like, I still don't really understand... Like I said, it does... It, it seems like he is actually trying to change the timeline. But then at the end, he's like, I wasn't. Yeah. I was actually trying to get it to happen. But, um... But also, it's like he—he he doesn't. They don't actually really. Yeah, it's like at the end of it, like if he is trying to just make it all how it always happened. Like the only person who, who died in that process really is Elnor. Um, and then he who, just who, kind who, of who he ends back. up bringing back to life anyway because 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 he has enough power left because Rios doesn't yeah. go back to the the present. Um, well, and or, Talon dies too. Yeah, but he says though that like she was always going to die, and this is the only reality in which she actually gets to meet. Um, oh, that's right. She got to meet Renee Renee before she died. Yeah. Yeah. So she actually kind of appreciated that, you know, um, which is convenient, but (laughs) Um, yeah. So I liked, yeah. I mean, he was, he was just like, so, so good. Um, I liked the, I liked the first half of the, of the show quite a bit. Um, I think that, I think the performers are all fine. I don't really love Michelle Hurd. Um, Yeah. But also like, this is, this is kind of a weird thing where like, I feel like I think you enjoy Allison Pill a lot more than I do, and I actually like enjoyed Michelle Hurd and like Rafi. I think more than you do. I think you like. I I was not like I like Rafi way better in this season than I did in season one, and I actually like enjoyed. I I, I liked her quite a bit in this season. I think like I liked her dynamic with Seven, and I like I kind of liked the whole like after Elnor dies that she's kind of just goes on this like very like illogical anger like she's just like we are going like i don't care what we're supposed to do like i am angry and i'm going to make some stuff happen and like i don't want to listen to any sort of reason i just want to like somewhere in my mind think that if i can do something i can bring him back and i I don't know i yeah, I, I actually kind of liked that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. This is just like a taste thing, because like, yeah, because yeah, I I got the feeling from like some of the things we were saying that like you just like weren't like didn't like that character at all. Well, I mean, like, and I'll say like I think that she, in my opinion, I guess you don't really even agree with this, but like I I just think she's kind of been given a thankless task too. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like that plot, I was like, oh, it's like my my least favorite character on the show is really sad about my second to least favorite character on the show and thus is going to spend a lot of time being mean 
to my second favorite character on the show. <laughs> like, sure. it's, so I, I was just like, all right. Like, like I, I just, and again, like I, I'm not blaming. I don't really know that I love Michelle Hurd's performance on either season of the show, but I also, yeah, I'm just Lisa, like, I, don't I, really I wasn't blame a big her fan just, in like, the first season where she's just kind of like moping around, feeling sorry for herself and abusing various substances. Like, yeah, but yeah, I, I enjoyed her more in this where she, I feel like she was like, she got to kind of, have a little bit more of an active role yeah. as a character. I don't know. That's yeah. Which is interesting. Cause I, I, got, or I would say Alison pill. Like I think my main problem with Alison pill. So I like Alison pill as an actor outside of this. I don't think I've ever seen Michelle Hurd in anything outside of Picard. Whereas I've seen Alison pill in multiple other things in which she is good. Like for example, like have you ever seen uh, mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim? No, I never did. Okay, so she's in Scott Pilgrim, and she's like great in that. She's in other things too. She's in, she's in Vice, and she's good in Vice, and she's she's other things. And um, so I like her. I'm I'm predisposed to like her, and um, like her character gets. I would say one of the more like like once her arc starts to happen, like she gets one of the more interesting things to do. I think in terms of like the Borg, all the Borg queen stuff. And like, it kind of ends up being like about her for like the second. Yeah. Part of the, of the I show. don't know. I just couldn't get into like any of the Borg queen. Stuff, sure. I and think was part of the problem. And that's fair. Um, and that's fair. And so, but, so I think it was the same sort of thing where it's just like a character that I like, don't care that much or have much interest in is like doing things that I can't really care about with like the Borg queen who I've just throughout the history of Star Trek, never been too excited about. And yeah, it was just kind of a, the, it all sort of yeah. pulled together for me. <laughs> well, I see. Whereas my my main problem with her is that she is, I think, uh, like the patient zero on Picard for like bad Whedon-y dialogue. Like I, I think that like sure. I, and again, like I think this this show isn't quite as bad as it, as it is in Discovery. But like there is just some stuff in this where I'm just like, ugh. Like this is this is yeah. some rough pills to swallow in terms of like the jokey jokes that they're that they're telling and she she has probably like the worst yeah she she gets most of those yeah of it just um, like, i'm so quirky and self-aware i i think though i will say that i think this is maybe the most i've ever liked the board queen in anything like uh in this because i think sure. that, like she looks really creepy like i think it's like one of the better like uh like you know prop works that they do like how how like the actual board queen looks mm-hmm. and then um and like she is not nearly as like like she has some like kind of dramatic flair things, but like she seems like way more locked in and borgy than like certainly the Borg mm-hmm. Queen that appears on Voyager is. But even kind of I would say even the Voyager even the Borg Queen that's on First Contact like she kind of seems a little bit more like true to like what the Borg is. Um, whereas yeah, like usually just, just like I, single-minded on like i will assimilate everything yeah and i also liked some of the stuff you know like we we're talking about like how i don't really like like the time sickness thing where it's like oh yeah elorians like they do time stuff whereas like i thought that the stuff that they actually added to the borg stuff it, it felt like it really made sense and was like no anti-pun intended like organic to like what the mm-hmm. like how they work where it's like like the the two things i think about is like when, when like she's basically asked to eat all of those car batteries where i was like that's oh yeah that's pretty gross but like it it makes sense but, like, it makes needs... sense and like and, and then i think also like uh jerry ryan is really selling that idea of like oh yeah like i can still taste like when they put that stuff into my system and i think that and then also like i loved it, when they're at like the gala and then she has to sing like like and and she has like this incredible singing voice and i was like 
oh yeah, like that totally makes sense that like the Borg probably have like assimilated whatever species was really good at singing, you know, like, like that's, oh, that, yeah. like, like it's like, yeah, like they would, you know, like she like, has oh, this yeah. talent that she wouldn't otherwise have because she yeah. has like the minds of millions. Yeah. And so she and, just knows exactly like how to like moderate her breathing and, you hmm. know, like, and have yeah, perfect really pitch think, and stuff like that. About that. Yeah. I was like, that's really interesting. Like the idea that like, yeah, the Borg probably, maybe they were like, yeah, this being good at singing one might be useful to us later. Like I, I, I thought that was like a really neat like idea, and, and I also liked that like they don't actually ever say that, but it's I think that's just kind of like the the implication you're meant to have is that like this is not something she would ever do. And it's not because Gerardi has a good singing voice; it's that like the Borg knows how to have a good the hmm. the Borg know how to have a good singing voice when you need to because like that's that's all part of like their especially because then she reveals that the only reason she had her do it that way is because she needed like those endorphins to. Uh, to like speed along like the assimilation process, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought I I thought all that stuff, it, that was that stuff worked for me, and so so, uh, yeah. I can, if, if that stuff that didn't work for you, yeah. I can't I can't. If that stuff didn't work for you, I can't imagine how much you must have disliked the second part of the of the show because like really yeah, exactly. Other, <laughs> that's kind of most of it is just like the only, the only other stuff that's going on is like the Soong stuff, which is like fine because i like brent spiner um yeah but even he i thought in this i don't know i and i i guess i i haven't seen the soon in enterprise but i thought that like this one was so much more villainous than i'm used to like i feel like the soons are always kind of like a little bit shady and kind of the like science before all else and that but like he was just a straight up like mad scientist villain in this that i thought was like he was like darker than i was used to i don't know i think i think um i think uh soon original soon like like i think dr union soon is pretty bad like 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 some of that is implication i guess but like yeah i don't know i've always he always struck me as like highly highly unethical you know that's right Uh, also anytime there's a soon character played by Brent Spiner. I really, there's like a small part of me that knows they won't, but really wants the twist at the end to be that it's like lore the whole time or before or something. Yeah. Uh, I will say that that is one thing I loved in season one of Picard is that they just have before they're just, they, they actually like bring they, like, back before out of the drawer and we're just body. like, yeah, he sucked. <laughs> I'm just like, that's, I don't know. It's like, it, it's, it's such a different approach from like, the new Star Wars movies where they're just like, we're not going to talk about the prequels. Like people don't like those where they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to like explicitly acknowledge like this movie that everyone hates. Like I kind of, I kind of love that. But um, the uh, yeah. So, cause, because then, then I think the only other thing that's going on besides the Soong stuff and the Borg stuff is that like over the entire show, but especially in the second half of the show, they basically keep on like parceling out like a very very threadbare like a thing that you could have gotten over with in half of an episode if they had actually just like introduced the entire thing and made yeah. it like the thing uh, uh, which is that, that like Picard has some previously undiagnosed childhood trauma that is actually the thing that has motivated him across his entire career which yes. like in addition to being like the the actual thing itself being like totally unnecessary like I hate that they're like, oh yeah, like this is why he never had a girlfriend. This is why, which is like not even true. It's like he right. Had we just we just in... saw him like 
share a, a like night of romance with Vash. Yeah, like that's, he that's fall in love with the lady in insurrection. And he's and he likes um and he likes Crusher too. He likes Crusher. Le- Although and, I guess know, you could that- then argue that like that was why he like never like kind of always kept Crusher a little bit at arm's length. I don't know. Well, I always thought the reason he could crush her arm's leg is that he kind of holds himself responsible for killing her husband. <laughs> but um, yeah, which I don't know, maybe ties into all of this too. Uh, but. but well, but because that, but that's the other thing. That, that's the other thing I want to talk about that too. But like the so like I think it's, it's, it's this unnecessary piece of 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 uh, characterization, and then also it's just like kind of like it takes forever, and it's just it's just it's so cliche at this point to be like, why does everybody have to have like this? Yeah, this defining trauma that is just like so unpleasant to like keep on revisiting, and then also like they they even add to it like my least favorite thing that any fiction can ever do, which is this like somebody has to go into somebody's mind palace where like Talon <laughs> has to like go in and like experience it herself, and you know which is like very shades very much of like that that awful episode from season one of Picard where where like they have to go where like the hot Romulan has to do that with um. With uh, with oh, with Soji. Soji's yeah, yeah memory and but then <laughs> but then the thing and Mark and I were talking about this, but I I was thinking about this myself too. Like the thing that the one of the things that really drove me crazy is that like let's say you're like we have to have this season be about trauma, which which I would say no, you don't. You don't have to have that be the case. But like, <laughs> let's say that you did. Why do you have to make it up? Why can't it be one of like the five? horribly traumatic things that happened to Picard in the next generation. Like when he like, got like stabbed through the heart by a Nausicaan or when he got stabbed through the heart, when he turned into a Borg, which would have been the thing you should have had it be. Right. If, if it's about the Borg, if you're making a whole plot point about the Borg. Yeah. Like, like uh-huh. the thing, you know, it, why couldn't it have been when he lived an entire life as another man and then had to wake up and mourn the death of his wife and child. Why couldn't it have been? Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Like there are, why could it have been when he was being tortured into like disbelieving reality by Cardassians? Yeah. Like, like there's eight things you could have had it be that would have been so much more thematically resonant for the viewer than just making up this other thing and being like, this is why you can't love is because you saw your mom kill herself and you blame yourself for it. Like, <laughs> you know, but also like, we're going to like, we're going to do this and but, we're also going but, to like but, ignore but that you, you had like a... A, a brother that we're just going to be like, oh yeah, he was away because we don't really want to deal with like that part of your history, you know, that you had. Yeah, like what? Well, yeah, why can't this trauma be that like his brother and nephew died in a house fire? <laughs> you know, like like these are all things that it could have been. Yeah, you know. Uh, so it doesn't even make sense as like the trauma that it should. That like if you're going to have it be about trauma, it, it should be like this previously established thing, you know. Yeah. Instead of making up this entire uh, childhood but, but even so like so that stuff is still he, like, insufferable to get through kept himself from remembering because they, they kind of make it sound like he's like locked it away in his memory or like 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 he he doesn't actually remember what happened until talon kind of like draws it out of him when they're down in the basement that he just kind of like remembers something bad happened to his mom and like is very scared of it and never thinks about it well, yeah, I think he he like he kind of blames his dad for it. Is what it feels like. Is that he he thinks that his dad and, yeah, did something. Yeah, I think at first he like it. yeah he thinks his dad did something to his mom, and then like the more he thinks about it, he like again like still in his like mind palace talks to his memory of his dad. 
and who is also realizes, his who is his who is his therapist who, who is his also, yeah his like imaginary therapist w- wearing in, like, an a old weird episode that's probably the worst episode of the series oh for sh- for sure because that also has like a really unnecessary like in media res thing is that the same yep, episode the or same maybe one. it's yeah no, i we're, think we're, that's, i think it's the next one okay yeah that yeah that, that, that episode first, also that's the episode good, where they're like at the ball and then like it ends slash begins with like him being like rushed into the hospital and they're just like his brain's locked away and then telling yeah. him to like go into it yeah. um but yeah and so then like his dad explains to him that like oh your mom had like severe mental like undefined mental health problems and like wouldn't accept any help for it and so i just kind of had to like lock her in her room to keep her from hurting herself and then so so is it like later and then like later is when he like we as the audience find out that one night like picard let her out of her room and then she went and committed suicide and then like so he blames himself for it but it it seems like he doesn't remember like he subconsciously blames himself for it but doesn't remember that happening yeah or just like doesn't want to talk about it i don't know the way they parcel it out it's unclear if like he has some sort of mental block in his brain or if he just like doesn't want to tell us i also i can't emphasize this enough i don't care and so like i was not paying that much close of attention to those parts because i was just like uh when is this gonna be over like like I hated that stuff. Like that, that was, and I remember I texted you like the, the day that the first episode came out where I, I watched it before you and I was like, this is really fun. And then I was like, Oh, okay. And like, we're going to find out like that. And like that, that really just like, kind of like, that was like, like, it was just someone like letting out like this huge fart during this episode that I otherwise really liked where I was just like, Oh, we're going to have to deal with like Picard's mom. Why are we doing this? You know, and then, and then like it, and that kind of like goes away for several episodes, and then w- w- all of which I enjoyed, and then it comes back, and I'm like, that's when it comes back is when I'm kind of like, all right, okay, like this is this is not as fun anymore, you know? Yeah. But um, anyway, I <laughs> I think I would still probably say on the whole, this is the best live action Star Trek of the. All access slash Paramount Plus era. What, what, um, what, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, I, I don't. I maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's. I I feel like the same level of conflicted about it. I think as I do with um with seasons with two like and the middle three seasons of Discovery. Of yeah, Discovery, I agree. But I think that on the flip, but I think, I don't know if there's anything. Yeah, I was about to say, I, yeah, I don't know. I may put season three, at least, of Discovery above this. The thing, though, the thing though is that, like, A, I don't know if there's Maybe a single. Maybe I'm just only remembering the good parts of season three of Discovery, though. What's well, I was saying, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure if there's, an, if there's a single episode of season three of Discovery that I liked as much as, like, the first two or three episodes of, of this show. Sure. And then also. Season three of Discovery and season two of Discovery are both longer than ten episodes, and so like, I was I'm like yeah I don't know like I think just from like a purely, like, if I was going to pick one of those shows to watch again, I think I'd still you'd, probably you'd pick rather season two of Picard, um, <laughs> both because I like the beginning of it and I won't have to watch as much of it, so I, I think I'd probably still go for this, this season. I mean, but 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 obviously, like I would say that like season. See the both seasons of Lower Decks, like oh, beat, yeah. beat the hell out of any live action Trek, and I would I, I'd probably say like 
I think I've seen the first seven or eight episodes of um, Prodigy, and I don't love Prodigy, but I probably – there's nothing in Prodigy I like as much as I like the beginning of this, but there's also nothing in Prodigy that I hate. Um, okay, that's fair. So, And there's some interesting stuff that happens later on in Prodigy too. So, And I – like there's – there we're getting to a point – like Prodigy – the problem with Prodigy is that like there, I don't really like any of the characters in Prodigy really at all, and um, except except for Janeway. Uh, except for the, the Janeway hologram, uh, sure. I don't really like any of those characters very much. I guess there's maybe one or two, but but uh, and but there's some kind of interesting. But plot I mean, that stuff was the that case. Like that's kind of, kind of the case with Picard, though, uh, or at least like I feel like season one of Picard is just like all of my favorite characters in this are people that were already in Star Trek. Yep. Yeah, and that's and that's <laughs> that, I would say that's definitely true in this season too because it's like my favorite characters are my favorite. My, but the, but I'm I'm more interested whenever Picard seven. Soong or Q, Q are on screen, mm-hmm. um, and and like and, and honestly, it's like that's why I'm excited for season three. Is that like I'm still <laughs> not going to really like that. I'm still not going to be like really interested to see Elnor. I'm like anytime Elnor is going to be on screen, I'm be like, where's Worf? What's Worf doing right now? <laughs> right. Although actually, Worf and Elnor, I, I could see hanging out quite a bit. Actually, that <laughs> so could be a fun. Maybe, that could be an maybe, interesting dynamic. Maybe yeah. I'll be excited to see Elnor because it means that Worf will be nearby. But um, uh, that'd be great. Uh, oh man, I, he's, he's the one I'm most excited to watch. I think like out of all of them, like he's, yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Because, I mean, because maybe because just Riker, because Riker has already haven't. been in it, you know, like, yeah. Um, and, and, uh, you know, spoiler alert, I guess for, for Prodigy, but Ga- Gates has already been in, uh, has already been in uh, mm-hmm. a, a newer Star Trek episode too. So, um, no, and I I like Jordy and I like, you know, I like all I like all of them, but uh, yeah, but yeah, Worf. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm so excited about. But well, I think we've had a pretty exhaustive discussion of this. Yeah, you say is there anything else that we we should so. we should talk about that? I feel like we've hit all of the. Main I think yeah, I think we kind stuff. of again like not in a very orderly fashion, but I think we kind of hit everything that yeah that Picard season two is about. Yeah, well, I think this was a good a good conversation. I look forward to doing it again. Uh, I, I I hope that I will look forward to doing it again with Strange New Worlds in a couple months. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we'll see. I don't think I still don't think they've announced when Lower Decks or Prodigy is coming back, and I think those will be the two next things to come back. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. I, I just always want more Lower Decks. Yep, that's great. That's great. Uh, yeah, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we'll be back not in two weeks. We'll be back next week with um, whatever whatever the episode last time said was coming up this right. time. Um, Don't and, make us do math. You know yeah. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Contracts. You can email us at outofcontracts at gmail.com. You can visit our website at outofcontracts.podbean.com. Or you can follow us on YouTube at Out of Contracts. Contracts is spelled C-O-N-T-R-E-K-S. You can also... Uh, uh, if you're, you know, if you're looking for other podcasts, you can check out the other shows on the Kaleidoscope Media Podcast Network. There's Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. There's That's How Science Works, which is a uh, currently in hibernation uh, uh, science pop culture podcast, but it's got some good backlog. And, and they're going to be on uh, one of our shows next month. So check that out when, when that happens. And uh, you can also listen to Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast. So uh, anyway, check any of those folks out and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody. Bye.